Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Hauk, and today we are talking about something that I get asked all of the time, and that is how do you stay on track with nutrition when you're eating out, when you're busy traveling? How do you make the best choices when things are busy? So that is what we're diving into today. I have lots of fantastic tips and things that I'm going to be sharing with you, some of the things that I look for when I'm reviewing a menu at a restaurant, some of the things that I pack in my suitcase when I go traveling, and then we're going to run through all of the things that I order when I go to fast food restaurants. So when I go to McDonald's, when I go to Starbucks, what are the things that I get so that you can stay on track? So let's get right on into it. I'm excited to share this with you guys. So we're going to get going. The big thing about eating out is people can feel as though they don't know what to choose, right? Like that's the big thing is that they're looking at the menu and they're like, I have no idea What I should choose, should I choose the salad? Should I go with these reduced calorie meals that the restaurants are sharing with me? Or what is the best option? And what I often suggest is like the biggest tip is that you don't want to choose something and buy something that is the healthiest option possible that's not something that you enjoy. And the reason why I say that is because let's say, for example, we get the salad with chicken and we're done our meal and we're really not that satisfied. Then we're sitting there and we're kind of thinking like, oh, I kind of want something else. And and I don't think that that's the best way to approach things from a sustainable standpoint. What I actually suggest creating is kind of this spectrum in your mind. So on the left-hand side is I'm going to get the salad with grilled chicken on it and that's going to be something that's okay but I don't really love. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you're looking at like I'd love to get the burger and fries because that would be totally delicious. And I want you to create that spectrum in your mind and then choose something that's actually in the middle of there. So for example, you may still use the same framework as the salad or the framework of I'm gonna build the meal around protein and vegetables, but I want you to add things that are gonna make the meal really satisfying for you. So for example, you may like things like dried cranberries or feta or nuts or those things that make salads really delicious. You might like those things on your salad. And although that may be higher in calories, you're not gonna be done the meal and still kind of thinking like, I'm, I'm not really all that satisfied from that. So we wanna create this spectrum of, okay, yes, I am going to add bacon to my salad, or yes, I am going to add those things to my salad. And although that's going to be a little bit higher in calories, I'm going to be done my meal and feel really satisfied from what it is that I that I chose. So I think it's lo- walking that line of, I'm going to approach this in the middle versus that like all or nothing mentality, which we can kind of get ourselves into mentally, right? We can get ourselves into this mental spot of either I'm all on my diet or it's going to be a complete write-off of a day. And I think that when it comes to long-term sustainability with the way that you're approaching your eating habits, it's really important to walk that middle line versus that all or nothing mentality. So that's the starting tip that I have for you guys in terms of 
how do I look at a menu and know what it is that I should choose? Now, I do want to tell you some of the things that I like to do from restaurants, just so you know what's worked really well for me. So let's run through Starbucks first. So some of my favorite items when I'm grabbing something from Starbucks, I like the turkey bacon and egg white breakfast sandwich. The spinach feta and egg white breakfast sandwich is also really good. They have a protein bistro box that's awesome. The chicken Santa Fe panini, the black bean salad bowl, the whole grain oatmeal with nut medley. And then if you're looking for something that is on the dessert side, spectrum. The gluten-free flourless chocolate cookie is also fantastic. So when it comes to the food choices that are there, you'll see that I, I mentioned kind of a wide variety of foods that you might choose. So you don't have to necessarily go and only get a black coffee and that's it. You certainly can enjoy foods that are there that are maybe just going to stretch a little bit further in terms of the amount of calories that you're consuming. So those are my go-tos. When it comes to drinks, you can definitely rack up some pretty high calories in that realm as well. So choosing something like uh, skim milk versus going with your regular milk or choosing something like almond milk is something that's going to keep the calories down. You might also choose a sugar-free syrup versus choosing the full sugar syrup. Another thing that can be helpful is even just bringing stevia drops of certain flavors and then adding that to your beverage. So for example, you might get something totally plain with your beverage and then use those stevia drops to add in some flavor. So something like a caramel or or something along those lines, you'll be able to control the amount of calories from that standpoint as well. Next restaurant I want to talk about is Subway. So my go-tos at Subway is I like to either get the sandwich on a nine grain wheat bread or sometimes I'll do a salad there as well. Uh, the protein options that I like that they offer are the oven roasted chicken breast, ham, roast beef, Subway club, sweet onion chicken teriyaki, turkey breast, or even just the veggie delight if you're vegetarian. And you'll notice that there is a wide plethora of protein options. So it's really just making sure that what it is that you're choosing is something that's going to give you a lot of protein that's going to make you feel satisfied from it. But you'll also notice that I didn't say that you have to get the salad when you go there because I also think it's important for you not to completely avoid something like go into your healthy eating habits and say, okay, I'm never going to have bread again or I'm never going to have a sub again. I don't think that's realistic in the grand scheme of your life to completely get rid of a food or completely get rid of a food group forever. So if you're somebody who likes to have a sandwich or likes to have a sub, work it into the things that you're doing versus avoiding it altogether. Because what ends up happening when we eliminate things and they're things that we really like, eventually you're going to get to a point where you really, really want that sandwich or you really, really want that sub. And because you haven't had it in so long, your brain is gonna be like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. And we just go into this spiral of, I feel as though I can't stop because today is the only day when I get to have a sandwich versus it being okay to eat a sandwich on a Wednesday and it being okay to eat a sandwich on like all of the other days of the week. I think it's really important to stay in that mindset surrounding food versus the complete elimination of foods and then eventually getting ourselves to a point where we feel as though, 
we're either going to binge eat or we're going to make the whole day a write-offs. Next one is McDonald's. I'm sure all of us have McDonald's wherever it is that you live. So this is a good one to cover as well. So I'm actually really, really impressed with what McDonald's has done in terms of their menu. I think they're offering some really fantastic things in the space of healthy eating. So I don't want you guys to just write off McDonald's because they serve french fries and serve burgers and those kind of things. They actually do offer a lot of really great options. So McDonald's, my go-tos are the Egg McMuffin Sandwich. Any of the salads that they offer are really great as well, and it's a good portion of chicken. So Caesar salad, Greek salad, Harvest salad, all of them are really satisfying. Yes, they have a little bit more in terms of fat numbers, but fat is good. It's, it's satisfying for our body, and it doesn't need to be avoided altogether to stay on track with your healthy eating. I also really like the Chipotle chicken snack wrap with the grilled chicken, the country chicken sandwich, either the plain or spicy sriracha. And they also offer apple slices or a side salad instead of the french fries. So that could be another way to walk that line of moderation, right? So you might be like, okay, I'm totally going to get a burger because I really want a burger. But then that walking the line of moderation and meeting it in the middle is choosing the apple slices or the side salad to go with the burger versus only getting the salad. So that's just one tool that you can use. Okay, I am still going to get the chicken nuggets or I'm still going to get the burger because I really want those. But how can I add some more nutrition to this meal and walk that line of moderation? Now, I do have a lot of Canadian listeners, so we're also going to talk about Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is our coffee shop here in Canada, pretty popular, and us as Canadians, we really like it. So let's dive into Tim Hortons next. So my go-tos at Tim Hortons, I like the ham and Swiss sandwich on multigrain because it has some fiber. The Chipotle chicken grilled wrap in terms of the soups, the classic chicken noodle, Italian wedding, and harvest vegetable are all really great choices. In terms of the breakfast sandwich, I like the egg and cheese breakfast sandwich. They also have a vanilla Greek yogurt parfait. And in terms of the bagels, the 12 grain bagel is my go-to because of the amount of fiber that is going to be in it. Those are kind of my go-tos with making choices at fast food restaurants. Now, if you're somebody who is focused on fat loss at the moment, I do want to give you some tools of what should I be looking at when I'm reviewing the nutrition facts for these particular restaurants? So this could apply to any of the restaurants that you may go to. If you're somebody who is working towards a fat loss goal, these are some hard and fast things that you can look at when you're reviewing those nutrition facts. So number one, we want something that is high in protein. High in protein is at least 15 grams. I like something that's at least 25, and if you're a guy, at least 45, so that can even be doubling the protein portion or asking them to add some more to the meal just to make sure that you're reaching those protein requirements and feeling really satisfied. In terms of fat, ideally you want it to be not too crazy high in fat. I would say that 25 grams of fat is kind of the maximum that I like to suggest when you're looking at the nutrition facts, just because something that's really, really high in fat is going to bring up the entire amount of calories for it. And you may want to make sure that your calories are staying reasonable if fat loss is your main goal right now. 
Next thing is looking for fiber. So fiber is really good to slow down the digestion of your food to make sure that you're staying regular. So you do want to make sure that it has at least three grams of fiber. Ideally, a little bit more would be even better, but definitely being mindful of how can I make sure that I get some fiber connected to this meal so that I'm feeling satisfied and that I can continue on with my day without feeling hungry in a half an hour. Next one is carbs. So if fat loss is your goal, carbs do not need to be avoided, but you also want to make sure that the amount of carbohydrates that you're consuming isn't a crazy amount either. So for example, if fat loss is your goal, you might not want a meal that is going to be 150 or 200 grams of carbs just in one sitting. You may find that you want to choose something that is lower on the carb spectrum. You may find that you want something that's maybe 30 grams of carbs. There might be something that's 80 grams of carbs. It really just kind of depends on where you're at with your current goals and also how active you are. So if you're somebody who's in the gym and training often, then you'll have the opportunity to eat some more carbs and be able to make use of those during your training sessions. But if you're somebody who's maybe more sedentary and you have a seated job, you may choose to do something that's less in carbs because your body's not going to have such high requirements in the carbs department. So carbs can kind of vary just depending on the unique individual and what it is that are your goals. But I typically suggest that, that a big bowl of pasta with a small portion of protein isn't going to necessarily be your best decision at a restaurant in terms of giving you the bang for your buck because it might be a massive portion, might be really high in calories, and you may find that after eating it, you don't necessarily feel energized. You might feel as though you need to have a nap. So those are just some ideas with it. And then the final point with the nutrition facts is really just looking at how many calories is this and is it really worth it? So some foods are going to stretch further in terms of the amount of calories that they're providing. So for example, something might be a big volume of food and be low in calories, or it may be vice versa. It might be like a really small portion of food and it might be a massive amount of calories. And for that reason, you might be looking at it and being like, hey, that's only gonna be three or four bites and it's really high in calories. Is that really worth it? Versus something that may stretch further. And that's where sometimes a meal that's based around vegetables or a meal that's based around uh, like a salad structure can provide you with a little bit more volume because you get more bites out of it. You do have an opportunity to have a big, plate of food, but yet it not be massive in calories. So that's just something to run through in your brain. Is this really worth it in the grand scheme of the amount of calories that it's going to cost me for the day? Next, I do have some tips for when we are traveling. So when it comes to traveling, I really, really suggest that you bring foods that are going to help you stay on track. So you want to really try to continue with all of the things that you would do in your home environment. You don't want to go into this mindset of, okay, just because I'm traveling or just because I'm on vacation, I have to eat garbage all of the time. You want to bring that mentality and that awareness surrounding healthy eating 
into your travel. So what are some things that you can pack or what are some things that you can grab on the go that are going to ensure that you stay on track? So the foundation, I would say, is really just making sure that protein is something that you focus on. So a lot of restaurants may not give you a whole bunch of protein because it is something that would be expensive for the restaurant to provide. So you want to make sure that those snacks in between and the things that you have on hand are high in protein to make up the difference for the entire day. So some of the things that you might want to pack or have on hand while you're traveling, I love bringing protein powder with me. Protein bars are fantastic as well. So some of my favorite brands of bars, I really like Quest bars. I also like Vega for the vegan protein bars. I like Simply Protein, which is another dairy-free bar. Optimum Nutrition makes cake bites that are really tasty. But it's really just about finding a go-to that you can pop into your bag or have on hand while you're there to tie you over in between meals. Other grab-and-go things could be pouches or cans of tuna or salmon. Uh, I love turkey jerky and beef jerky to make sure that you get to your protein goal. Pre-cooked meats could also be an option. So pre-cooked chicken breast strips or something of that nature could also be something to have on hand. Hard-boiled eggs, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese. A lot of the places on the go, even gas stations are selling some of those items as well. So it could be a circumstance where when you're grabbing a snack, you're grabbing some gas on the way and you're going in and you're making those choices versus grabbing a bag of chips or, or other options that would be available. There's also some really great individually packed nuts. So that could be an option for you. So you might run in and grab some almonds or you might run in and grab some cashews or something of that nature. Just something that you know is a healthy decision of a food that you would be eating when you're back home. Next thing in terms of traveling, fruits and vegetables. I think that's one thing that when we're traveling can get a little bit neglected. So with this one, depending on where it is that you're going, you might not be able to pack it, but when you arrive, prioritizing fruits and vegetables is certainly something that is gonna help make sure that you get the vitamins and nutrients to feel really fantastic on your trip. And also just stay satisfied in between meals. So I'll run into the grocery store, I'll grab some apples, some berries, maybe bananas, grab some raw vegetables. If I have a microwave or the ability to cook, I might add some frozen or fresh vegetables so that I can prepare those and stay on track. But it's really being in the mentality of, I'm going to try my best to replicate the nutrition habits that I would do while I'm at home versus being in the vacation mindset of, Every meal I need to eat out and every meal needs to be a splurge and everything needs to just be in this vacation mode. I think it's important to continue with those habits while you are traveling versus just being like, oh, screw it. I'm going to start my diet or I'm going to start my healthy eating when I get back. It's important to try to bring those decisions into your travel mentality as well. The next thing I want to talk about in terms of traveling is you may find that while you're traveling, you're actually more active than what you would be on the regular. I know for me and my fiance, we were in Italy last summer and we ended up having a lot of food that we wouldn't normally have because it's Italy and you obviously want to take advantage of the amazing culinary talent and food and combinations that were there. So we ended up 
enjoying ourselves, enjoying the foods that were there, but we just made a really conscious effort to walk a ton. And honestly, it was way more walking than I would ever do on a regular day here. We tracked our steps and they ranged anywhere from 15,000 to 25,000 a day. We ended up doing Airbnbs versus a hotel. So we had to walk to the bus stop, get on the bus. And then when we arrived downtown into the city centers, we were doing a ton of walking. So you really can counterbalance some of the extra food consumption by being mindful about how much movement it is that you're doing each day. So that's also a tip that will help you while you are traveling. The next thing I want to talk to you guys about is the pressure that sometimes we feel from friends and family around us to make the same choices that they are in social settings or when you're traveling with them. So let's say, for example, your fiance orders burger and fries and that doesn't align with what your goals are right now. I think we have to escape from the mental judgment that we have on ourselves and have on other people. We don't have to get something that is going to be the same as them. Our goals could be different. Our goals could be unique. So don't feel as though just because everybody else in the group or everybody else that you're with is doing things this way, you don't have to do it that way. So don't put that pressure on yourself of saying, oh, well, they ordered the nachos, so I have to have the nachos. It's okay to have your own goals and it's okay to make your own decisions and not feel pressure. And if people are peer pressuring you, oh, Oh, just have a drink or oh come on it's just one meal just go ahead and do it know that your goals are really really important to you for a reason so don't succumb to the peer pressure of oh I'm just gonna have that because they're having it know that you want those long-term goals so you want to make the best decision possible and that's something that I think is really really important